This week on the Boag World Show, a screen capture showdown, Hammer versus Mixture, email newsletters get even easier, and I rant about my car stereo. Hello, hello, Paul. This is the podcast. We're recording it. (laughs) I'm here too. Yeah, Lee's here. Hello. The little voice. At least he's sitting up to the microphone this time, oh, like yeah. last time when he was being. Was I far? Back. Oh, was I? I'm trying to be laid back now, but I've got to lean forward. You look which very doesn't work. Tense. You look uncomfortable <laughs> with your arms folded like that. So, so we shot things yesterday. That was fun. We wasn't did. It? We did shoot things. Well, we, we, Some people well, shot things. Well, yeah. We kind of shot the odd thing. <laughs> Not <laughs> actual live things. You understand? No. no, no let, let's no. Let, no. Let's tell people that we we shot small Mexican children. <laughs> I d- As they were flung through the air <laughs> by a catapult. Paul! We had a Christmas do yesterday, which was quite. I, I thought the lunch was lovely. It was all lovely. It was, it a was lovely a very bit. nice lunch. And Lee, you managed to blag a room. I did. I stayed in the lovely hotel. <laughs> it had heated floors in the bathroom and it had controllable volume in the bathroom for the TV. Because when I, when I first went in, it was at full blast. I thought, why is the bathroom so loud? <laughs> I never had a bathroom with a speaker system in it. So it's a very nice place. Um, Oakley Hall Hotel. There you go. Near Basingstoke. Recommended. Not too close. Beautiful kind of stately home. And we went clay pigeon shooting. And I felt like part of the gentry. Yes. Did you? Did you have your tweeds on? I, I wish I had. <laughs> I felt like I should have. Well, it was, um, J- Jane Austen wrote about it, apparently, and she, oh, lived, she? Clo- she lived close by. Ah, it's there a very historic place, and it featured in one of them, Pride and Prejudice uh, oh, or right. something. Right. Yeah, yeah, real proper English country home. It well, was. it certainly was. Very posh, indeed. <laughs> and Paul, Paul, you're quite good at shooting. I know, it was a bit of a shock, because I'd never picked up a gun in my life. Yeah. I hit things and everything. You did. I didn't beat you, mine. I was one point away. You were one from point away from from me, and we had uh, our, the guy that does our books for us won. Um, but yeah, I've yeah. done it loads of times before. Right, uh, but I've never claimed to be any good at it. Our, our, our lovely MD Chris didn't do very well. He, he shot last. He shot <laughs> a lot of air. He had <laughs> calibration problems. <laughs> <laughs> what with his eyes? Yeah, we shoot. Yeah, yeah, yes. We shouldn't see far to the right every time. Well, there we go. He was a bit embarrassed when his wife beat him, but... (laughs) By quite a long way. (laughs) By an enormous way. Much, much fun was had. I did feel very macho. (laughs) It's that moment where we weren't allowed to take... I don't know about you guys, but we weren't allowed to take the cartridges in and and out. No, no, no. They had to do that. But that moment of snapping it shut. You got to snap it shut. Oh, I snapped shut. We weren't allowed to snap it shut. I don't think other people were, but it, it was very satisfying. I did. I just yeah. got on with it. Oh, no, we had the very officious instructor then. <laughs> Here you are, live gun. Here we are. He handed it to you already. You weren't allowed to do anything. Oh, oh ours no, was quite no, laid back. No, we <laughs> quite yeah. He took the, the cartridge out. Normally when you do it, they pop out. It's yeah. Because it was silenced. It, it, the, and, you, you know, you get cu- a bit cocky with it, and there's a bin next to, in, in the stand. Yeah. So you, as you pop it, you aim the cartridges to pop out into the bin. Oh, oh that's yeah. very cocky. Very cocky. And then they go on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> and you pick not them up. so cool. <laughs> 
So there we go. That was our Christmas do. Everybody, I'm sure, was fascinated <laughs> by that. Because that's what you want to hear about. It's other people's Christmas yeah. parties. I didn't elaborate on my meat sweat at all afterwards. Your meat sweat? <laughs> Did you have a meat sweat? Yeah, there was a lot of meat in that, in that Christmas dinner. I wasn't that bad. It was. I watched Man V Food last night and oh, he, he yeah. had a 72 ounce steak. Yeah, you've made me start watching that. That's, uh, <laughs> that's insane. Adam Richmond, funny man. <laughs> <laughs> you've been to Austin, Texas. I know. For crying out but I keep being get- force fed corn and fish so now a, a big pile of meat so oh my body goes into overdrive <laughs> <laughs> processing real meat so is your wife forcing you to be vegetarian then mm, it's, it's kind of corn. happened oh, oh it's happened it's horrible it's, not, it's, it's horrible I, I, I can't tell anymore because uh, <laughs> I've been drip fed it so it just tastes normal now oh no I'm not being force fed it's just a kind of gradual thing that's yeah of, someone's but, made you yeah, the food yeah and it's kind oh, of uh, I'll eat it <laughs> Piss away. I didn't have to make it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I didn't have to make it. Fair enough. Although I actually might draw the line at corn. Yes, I think I would as mm. well. Little bits of cardboard. <laughs> it's, a, it's actually some kind of um, fungi that's grown in a vat. Which oh, makes it even more appealing. No. Really? Doesn't yeah. Ta- doesn't taste good enough to be fungi. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't, though. Anyway, maybe I'm, I, we tried it once about 15 years ago. And I'm sure maybe it's, it's improved. been improved since. Yeah, yes, it yeah. really was. Yeah, the fungi is much better quality now. <laughs> <laughs> Bits of grit. It's quite. Amu- what's amusing me though is the fact that we kept saying, "Oh, we'll talk about that on fo- on, on the podcast, on the podcast," and I can't remember any of the things that we were talking about. Because, <laughs> well, oh no, don't say that because that'll that be might, good. That might be interesting. Yeah. Uh, you managed to witter a fair amount without <laughs> covering any of the topics you no, were intending. Bothering to. me now, I was thinking, "Oh, there was something good there. What was it?" Shall we move on to the I, first I, section of the show? Because no, I'm sure. Yeah. I don't I'm know sure anything you're... about any of the topics because actually, you people. dragged me on. No idea what we're going to talk about. I told you about before we started. I told <laughs> Two you minutes before we, we started. Yes. <laughs> so let's talk about food more. Marcus, what have you I've been tried to recently? get the podcast on track, dear <laughs> listener, but I feel like I've now lost control of the show. <laughs> food, yeah. It's Christmas soon. Yeah. I like food. Can we please? <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right then. Let's talk about something really exciting. All right, so first up, we're going to look at um, Voila versus Skitch, and in fact, the whole area of screen capturing. What do you guys use from out of interest? I use Jing. Jing? Yeah, which Oh, is... yes, I've seen it. It's a horrible-looking, disgusting app. It does the job really well, though. I like the one-stop screen grab to URL on your clipboard, ready to paste. So for IM use... For... Right. I can just quickly grab something... Instantly, I've got a link. Right. They can, they can see what One I'm looking step. at. One step. Yeah. That's kind of quite cool. I, I wasn't listening. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Marcus, um, what do you use for I'm, screen capturing? Uh, I've got, got Voila. Yes. Voila. Voila. And I've never used it. Yeah, I've got Voila. Um, I have used... Oh, what was the one I used to use? Skitch. Nope. Before that, it was something that isn't on the machine on front of me, so I can't remember, but... It'll come back to me, but I, actually, to be totally honest, what I tend to do is just hit Command Control Shift Three and yeah. and open it in that's because Pixelmator of, and crop it in there. Yeah, a lot of your stuff you want to put in a document, though. Yes, yeah, so that's, that's the nice. So it's arriving on your desktop, yes. ready to edit, copy uh, and paste into yeah. whatever. Oh, what it, it does depend on use case. Yeah, actually. it does. But well, I'm thinking I'm just I'm actually missing out an opportunity here. Are it you? would be a, a lot easier if I used this thing that I've got on my machine downstairs. 
uh, right. but I just don't bother. So, so, so tell me what you use it for. Well, yeah. I mean, it's, it's interesting, isn't it? There's, there, there are a lot of different tools that do a lot of different things. Um, I think the first thing to say is I'm pretty sure, voila, is, um, is Mac only. Let me just have a look at their website. Yes, it is Mac only app. While Skitch, which is the other one that I want to mention, um, is cross-platform. In fact, so cross-platform that not only is it Windows and Mac, it's also Android and iOS as well. Um, I think it's... I always used to use Skitch, and I used to use Skitch religiously. Um, It's a great little application, made it really easy to grab um, anything you wanted, whether it be a whole um, screen, you know, a whole um, window, Mm -hmm. the whole screen, or an individual area. It was brilliant for that. You could do all of those things, and then you could FTP it up wherever you wanted it, or you could send it up to the Skitch site for quick sharing, a bit like um, Jing. Um, beautiful, very simple interface. Jing is ugly, though. Yes, yeah, so I was listening to what you were saying earlier. You send me Jing things, and I go, ooh. I know. <laughs> I don't like it. Uh, because it puts it in its kind of yeah. web interface. Yeah. Yeah. You can click and then copy that link, I think. But, um, but I don't want to. Actually, you're not supposed to be looking at the surrounding bit, just the middle bit. Like yeah, I know, but it's all part of the user experience. experience. I know. Except but as you say, it's all, it's, depends on the application, what you're trying to do. Yeah. I mean, I use that because it's the quickest way for me uh, to actually get a URL of what I'm looking at to show somebody a bit. But if, say, you Skitch want to do... do that, right? Yeah, I mean, perhaps they do if you explore them more. Um, if you want a complete website, you know, a complete page screenshot, then voila, does that very well, yeah. doesn't it? So does Skitch again. That's okay. why I remember, I remember what I used to use. Little Snapper. Ah. ah, yeah. Now, Little Snapper's quite an interesting one. Little Snapper, the problem what I always had with Little Snapper is it made, it was designed really for collecting things locally on your machine rather than uploading them and sharing them. And it was always a bit mm. crap at doing that. Yeah. Um, but it had beautiful annotation tools that created really nice kind of effects and things like um, that kind of thing. Skitch was my, my tool of choice for a long, long time. And then... Evernote bought it. Mm-hmm. And you would think, me being such a ridiculously huge obsessive fan of Evernote, that I would be pleased with this. Well, yeah, whenever no. you like to have hundreds of apps to do one job. Um, no, I don't. So, so, not <laughs> yes, you do. You just no. like to have hundreds of apps. Don't no. You? no, no, no. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. <laughs> We should do a kind of mastermind test on a, a big range of apps and see if you know what we actually do. I, <laughs> I can tell you very accurately what all the apps on my machine do. Yeah, so basically... You can't just pick a random yeah. app off the internet. No, 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 I no, probably no. would know how to do it. I'm, I'm looking at the list of apps that I know you've bought. Oh, what, from uh, the app store? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so the, the problem with what they did with Skitch, which kind of ruined it, is they tied it in so closely with um, Evernote that now you couldn't FTP it to anywhere other than Evernote. It would oh, only right. send it to Evernote, and it, it all got a bit restrictive. Now, they are correcting that as a problem. Um, they've kind of recognised that that was a dumbass thing to do. Um, so it, it is looking... Uh, it's You know, it's nice. It's still a really good, useful app, and I use Skitch a lot. Once they've allowed me to FTP to my own servers, it will get even better, because the number one use I have for these applications is grabbing stuff for blog posts. Yes. Which is similar. That's very similar to what I want them yeah. for. Yeah. But they do need to be pretty. They're not just a quick have a look at that. Oh, rarely. Yeah. Sometimes they are, but usually it needs to be something that's very well perfectly 
cut out. And yeah. I often need to show... Uh, um, I often need to take entire website yeah. um, shots. And I, you can't do that with command control shit. No. no. But you can do um, Sketch. But Sketch's annotation tools are not quite as pretty as, as some of them. Uh, it does have very pretty arrows, because I'm currently drawing them randomly on the screen, yeah. No, I think Sketch's aren't very... Well, those arrows are beautiful. Look, no, right? they're not. They're white, pink. Oh, you're being sarcastic. <laughs> no, no, they are not. Oh, you don't really <laughs> no, think those? Well, they don't you have to were be trained as a designer. They Lee. don't have to be pink, but you know the way you draw them is quite nice. Yes, <laughs> but voila. On the other hand, I voila. think um, it, again, it's a use case thing for quick yeah. grab it, keep out of the way, don't take up a lot of space. I think Skitch is great. Um, you know, it just sits in your menu bar. It does the job. You can use the same keyboard shortcuts that you're used to, Marcus, um, from the built-in. It kind of mm-hmm. overrides those. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, um, and adds a couple of others as well because you can you can capture some um, some other different things. Um, and I do quite like the way that it integrates into Evernote. And your sharing screen when you share something, it's all you know nicely Evernote branded, and it's it's good, right? Mm-hmm. So. But if you want to do something a bit more sophisticated, then check out a tool called Voila. I've got it. Never opened it. Voila. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh dear. I mean, of course, the other thing to say about Skitch is that it's free. Well, Voila, you have to pay $14.99 for dollars, that is. And um, Voila can do captures of... um, uh, full screen it can capture a selection it can capture a window a menu bar an object it can capture an entire web page etc etc so it's quite flexible like that mm-hmm. um it allows you to organize things quite well you can tag stuff and all that kind of thing but to be honest i never bother um as we were discussing in last week's show pixar that seems to be the way to go for that kind of thing but it has got some nice annotation tools. Yeah, it? I'm looking at those now. I've never actually clicked the tools and effects tabs yeah. before. But that's where it gets stuff. quite interesting. So you yeah. can um, put in things like um, you can create a, a stamp that goes over the top of something. So if you want to watermark right. an image, you can do that. Yeah. You can blur bits out. You can erase bits. You can make call outs. That's good. Um, that are, are not very easy to customize and look the way you want them to look, which is great. Um, I really should use this, shouldn't I? <laughs> it's a good, it is a really good thing. Seeing as I've got it, and but it where, costs money. Yes. But what I, um, what I particularly like is the effects. Um, the spotlight. Spotlight good. is a really good one. So that allows you to, say if there's one particular part of um, an image that you want to highlight, mm. um, you, can dr- um, you can draw a box around it and it will darken everything else and blur that out slightly and just focus on the one bit that you wanted to do. Nice. So that's really nice. like that. Good for all. reports, that is. Your Absolutely. Um, then once you've done that, you can, once you've got your image the way you want it to, you can then mail it, you can send it to iPhoto but most importantly so we've now got a massive helicopter going oh, yeah, that's on a big that is a chunky a two blade job yeah, yeah. Um, down from Odium near me you can then uh, you can then publish it to whatever you want FTP or, or whatever else or you can just drag it out Okay. It doesn't. There are a couple of little niggles I have. Oh, the one other big thing that it can do, which I forgot to mention, is it can do screen um, recording as well. Oh, which is quite nice. So it's like screen a, recording. Yeah, it's nowhere near as good as um, ScreenFlow. Link right. in the show notes, but it is still pretty good. Audio as well. 
Um, oh, I don't know about that. I, I see the record tried. button. Oh, yeah. So um, it's pretty good. It, yeah, there are a couple of little things that I don't like as much about it. Um, it is a bit funny. You, If, say, for example, I, I wanted to um, upload this image to the web via a web form, all right, rather than using FTP. So, for example, you know, I talked and I previously on a show about how I now upload um, all of my blog images via um, uh, WordPress so that they're crunched down and made as small as possible. Do you remember we talked about I that? I do remember yeah. talking about that. So, what you can with Skitch, I can just drag the image directly out of Skitch into the web browser and it'll upload it. For some reason, while I won't let you do that, you have to first of all drag it to your desktop or somewhere on your computer and then drag it into um, uh, whatever web application you want to uh, insert it into. Okay. Um, the other thing it won't do is when it does... Um, uh, full window screen capture. So you want to capture an application window. It insists on putting a shadow around it, right? <laughs> you know the, the yeah, shadow yeah. that yeah, yeah, an yeah. application has, which is uh, which then means you have to go in and manually crop it down mm. tight to the image. While with Skitch, you can turn that on or off, whether you want it to capture the shadow or not. Um, so that's a little bit annoying. Um, the resizing is pretty good. Um, you can resize images quite um, well, but again, not quite as good as Skitch. So it, this is my problem, and perhaps <laughs> why it's I end all up software. I know exactly what you mean. They just don't all do it all. No, <laughs> you want one that does everything. Yes, you want one that does and everything and looks right. perfectly. Yes. Yes. It looks great. Basically, <laughs> I said this once on Twitter. Basically, I need an army of iOS and Mac developers at my beck and call. <laughs> I want a bit of that, a bit of that, a bit of that. Yeah. Please, yeah. All in make one. it happen. <laughs> do it <laughs> um, yeah. so these are both really good apps check them out both I mean if you're if you're not doing loads and loads of screen captures and you're not particularly fussy then Skitch is a no brainer because it's free mm-hmm. um, but voila if you're, if you're doing lots of blog posts like I am or you're putting lots of images into presentations or whatever else then voila is definitely worth a look so check that out um, in terms of Skitch's iOS app um that's quite interesting as well, being able to quickly grab stuff, um, you know, web pages or, or elements um, and then upload them quickly online and share them is pretty useful as well. Obviously, mm-hmm. it's a lot more limited in what it can do, but that's worth checking out as well. And they have an Android version. Oh, OK. I didn't realize it was on iOS as well. Oh, yes. Oh, and it's got an iPad app and an iPhone app. Uh-huh, so it lovely. really is quite flexible and varied. So that is screen capture. There's also Jing, of course. And there's Jing. <laughs> Which is ugly, apparently. But it you, works. But you have one less <laughs> click from the sounds of it. If yeah. on Skitch, let me think about it. I'm going to actually use Skitch. Let's see. We'll do a comparison. So if I want to grab something on Skitch, I have to go um, Command Shift 4. I draw my block. Then that's grabbed it to Skitch. But then I have to press one extra button to then upload that. See, look at that. How inefficient. So yours, yours does it straight away. Straight to the you, clipboard. That's, straight that's to the clipboard. That's the reason I like it. I guess. That, is, that is nice. That is nice. I'll give you that. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That, I think that wraps up design tools for this week. <laughs> Lee is justified in his existence as a human being, and we shall move on. <laughs> All right, so there's been a lot of excitement recently 
amongst developers. <laughs> they get very overexcited <laughs> to those developers. You can't shut them up. Um, over something called hammerformac.com. Hammer. Yes. This is really, this is quite it's an interesting... Pink, Pink Floyd the Wall logo. Mm, yes, it has, is, isn't it? Is it? Yeah, the two yeah. hammers. Oh. Slightly left, kind of fascist looking, though. Yes, yes. So 3D <laughs> rendered, nice looking, looking hammers there. I, 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 I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, poor. Because I'm ignorant. <laughs> I apologise for my ignorance. So, Hammer is a web development tool. Um, right. Imagine a scenario. Let's take the Headscape website. Let's imagine that scenario. Can we have some kind of uh, harp sound? Uh, sound <laughs> <laughs> and if it, if it was TV, it'd be wobbly. And now we are. Here we are. Yeah, We're in there. this Your scenario. Now, this, this is a real scenario. You know, we decided with, when um, we last did the Headscape site. Yes. That well, last week was that. <laughs> one of the many times no. it was a while ago now I was, was thinking it? it's time for a rebound um, <laughs> so the, the Headscape website we, we it used to be on Expression Engine was it? yes it was yeah um, and it's been on various content management it's, systems over the years uh-huh. that have always been a vague pain in the arse mm, yes. um, not that there's anything particularly wrong with them but we, none of us ever bothered to maintain them or do anything with them particularly and, they, and so I thought this time around screw it yeah, I'm just going to build a flat HTML site. I've been meaning site. to ask you, is it just flat? It's, it's just a flat is it, HTML site. Is it a Dreamweaver site? No, know, it's uh, not a Dreamweaver Nothing wrong with site. that, <laughs> you know, but, you know, we've gone full circle. If it, if it was, no. it would be quite cool. It's not a Dreamweaver <laughs> site. What is it, then? It's just flat HTML, yeah. right? And I did it like that because it was like, oh, well, we all know... Um, that's for you, Paul. There you go. Okay, that's the, uh, <laughs> the Pink, Pink Floyd. Pink Floyd How can you have not seen the war? It's, uh, it's epic. I've, I've, I've heard the... Music. You've heard the music, you've just yeah, never, you know, just never, never seen the film. I never, I never liked it. It's a film. Yeah, Gerald yeah. Scarf animation, and, you know, oh, it's well. very, very powerful. Dark. Dark, <laughs> it's yes. Dark. I yeah. didn't like the album very much, the odd track, but, uh, yeah, the film's oh, something right. else. I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when Marcus is on the show. Play HTML don't, site. Don't pretend you were listening. So we decided to build it as flat HTML. So oh, yeah, flat HTML. We've got a whole kind of company of web designers. You know, we can write HTML. Why do we need it to be a, 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 a managed by a content management system? Yeah. And then I discovered the problem after <laughs> I built it. What was the problem for? But the problem is, is that if there is, it isn't a big problem. But, for example, every page has a subscription form on it, right? Mm-hmm. Or, uh, uh, sorry, a contact us form. Right, yep. so that has to be replicated across every page of the site. Yep, you see where this is going. <laughs> yes. Every page of the site has a header and a footer uh-huh. that is but replicated. You see, if you use Dreamweaver, you could use library items. You could use library <laughs> which items, which would have done the job perfectly it well. Would have. You'd still have a flat site. It would have just been a little bit more automated. Yeah, absolutely. You, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I mean, the other option, obviously, is you could use PHP. You could use PHP groups. as well. Yeah, yeah. but. There, there are a lot. Of, I didn't. I don't want to go back in and turn everything into a PHP-driven site. And it, it, yeah, blah. Mm-hmm. So, what are my options? Well, Hammer actually is a really good option here. It, what it enables, which you found afterwards, which I found <laughs> afterwards, but it was only released afterwards. Okay. To be fair, oh, sorry. so um, basically, it allows you to do a lot of the things that you would maybe traditionally do in PHP, but actually, it kind of it's a compiler essentially with some extra stuff built into it now 
It's quite interesting. I think the main use for this kind of thing would be in prototyping. You know, if you wanted to churn out a quick HTML prototype of something, this is a really great tool for it. But you could use it on a live site as well. So um, just to give you a kind of sense of what it does, it's got um, HTML include. So instead of having to do a PHP include, you can just um, put in certain kind of hammer-specific tags, and it will um, then pull in the related file. So you can go put a comment tag in, which is um, uh, at sign include, and then the name of whatever it is, the HTML file you want to pull in. Yeah. And it pulls them in. Um, but it doesn't just kind of stop there. Um, it'll also support things like CoffeeScript and SAS, so it'll compile that. So it's a bit like CodeKit, um, link in the show okay. notes, yeah. in the fact that it's a compiler, um, but it will compile HTML rather than just CSS, if that makes sense. Okay. But it also does SAS and CoffeeScript. It doesn't do less, which is really annoying because mm. that's what I use. Yeah. Um, it does some other cool stuff in it as well. You can have variables. Um, uh, and helpers so you can set new variables in your template files um, and kind of bend the templates to your will so to speak that <laughs> they'll do what you want them to do so you can add classes to your html so for example if you've got a menu bar it could still be an include but you can have a select you know uh, something with a class selected so you know what the current section is etc right yeah Good. it's got clever paths in clever as well paths. So instead of having to put in um, the long path of where something is, uh-huh. you can just drop in a at path and it will, it will find where it is for you. Um, and then it also does this kind of auto-refresh thing so you can see what's happening as you're doing I it. like auto-refresh. I know. Things. Yeah, same as CodeKit does. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, Ooh, it's there, Magic League. I didn't have to do anything. It's yes, great. <laughs> absolutely. So it looks really, really interesting. And then obviously at the end of it, you can pu- you know one-click publish um, and you can actually obviously output the code for yourself, but also you can publish to their own their own kind of web service, um, which will have a kind of unique short URL that you could share with clients to get feedback and that kind of thing. So you still end up with a flat HTML site. So you still no, end up with no flat. PHP. No, exactly. All right. So that's the kind. Now what have we got going? Got the, the bin door? man coming past bin now. Man now. Hi, bin man. Bin man. Hello, bin man. They've got out their chinook. They've got into their bin <laughs> line. We drive up and down. Just to annoy us. <laughs> so that's Hammer, but I haven't finished. Oh, it gets There's more. better. There's more. <laughs> well, this um, Hammer is what is available at the moment, right? And but it is. Um, but there is something else coming along called Mixture, right? And interestingly, both applications have been produced within a few miles of one another, fairly independently, I think. Well, literally, geographically. Geographically. You know, they both seem to be from Bath Way. Oh, right. Which is really bizarre. Um, But Mixture isn't yet available to the public, but I think has the potential to be above and beyond kind of its hammer for the hardcore people um and i think it does a lot more than that first thing to say about mixture um you can check out mixture and um, there'll be a link in the show notes so you can go and see their site at the moment um it's it's cross-platform all right so it's not looking at it now I'm, yeah i'm trying to find it what was it it's mixture.io all oh, right io io what does that mean where's that from hi-ho it's cross-platform, which is great. And another really nice thing about it is it looks the same across all platforms, right? So it hasn't got a Mac-y interface in one place and a, a Windows-y interface in another. So if you use it on one, you can use it on all. It'll behave exactly the same. And also you can share files between the Mac and Windows. 
So, for example, you can create, um, you as a designer on your Mac can create um, a lovely website that's um, uh, built for mixture. um, And then you pass it across to your developers that are window-based and everything will work um, uh, great. It has less built into it, which is great for me. Yay. Um, It's also got a bit more intelligent SaaS support, I think, than Hammer. From what I've seen, I've been playing with a demo of this. Okay, there's a demo available for everybody? No, only for for special people like me. (laughs) It is getting there. It won't be long, I don't think, before they open it up. Um, It's really fast. It's blazingly fast. Um, It's also got, as well as support for SaaS and less, it's got um, support for Stylus, which I have no idea what that is, Um, and for Compass support as well. Um, It's got lots of optimization, so it minifies stuff that you produce as well, which is great. Mm -hmm. Um, They've got a Chrome extension for it. Um, So this is really cool. So you can preview something in Chrome. I wish CodeKit would do this, right? Yeah. You know what happens when you um, uh, have you have you used less in anger? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. It's about anger. I'm, so you, I'm getting slightly annoyed. Yeah. <laughs> less slightly, well, one of the things that probably slightly annoys you, right, is you you go to you view your website after mm-hmm. it's compiled it and outputted it, and a, a, an item is wrong, isn't it? It doesn't. It's not being rendered as you wanted it to. Yeah, pretty much so always. What, yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much always. So you right click on that item. Uh-huh. You view view the uh, sorry. You inspect the element, yep. and you get all of the the CSS out of it. Correct. Uh-huh. Where is that in the less file? Because yeah. the the uh, CSS that's returning is the com- you know, is version, the compiled yeah. version. Yeah. So then you have to kind of go back and search through your less file or your SAS file or whatever yeah. else and find <laughs> the right place. Work okay, out how it's generated. Yeah, this has a Chrome extension that does that for you. So it does. Well, so it, gives it will you, tell you where uh, in the original file it is, rather okay. than where it is in the optimized. Uh, sorry, the the compiled file. Yeah. See, it's obvious now that I need that, but I didn't know I needed it until you just explained the thing I've been doing yeah. without realizing I'm doing it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Hammer seems to be a, a lot more static, while while Mixture seems much more dynamic in some of the cut stuff you can do. Um, uh, they've got this very sophisticated layout template and include thing. Um, They've got their own kind of, this is another aspect that I really like about mixture and the way they're going. They're almost going for uh, this. uh, They'll probably hate me for describing it like this, but they're almost going Mm -hmm. like dribble for coders, right? So you can upload the stuff that you've produced to their own website to the the mixture website and you'll have a username and you, you log in and all of that kind of stuff but you can create a profile for yourself okay right yeah, yeah. and you can share stuff if you choose to make it public you can choose to do that um or you could keep it password protected so only your clients can see it mm-hmm. but it means that in effect you know you can kind of show off the work you do to other people if you oh, want okay. to in the code that you're producing um, so it almost ends up your profile almost ends up like a working portfolio of the stuff that you're producing. So it, it's more of a community, I think, than Hammer is, which you may or may not need. Um, you can also um, download, obviously, the static HTML, um, so you can go off with that and do stuff with it. Fairly obviously, um, but also it starts with it. when you start a mixture project, you can start a project from scratch with a whole load of different boilerplates. You know, so you know everybody has these kind of starting points, don't yeah. they? Yeah. Um, and there are a lot of kind of 
uh, well-known official ones like yeah. HTML boilerplate or whatever. Well, they're not official, but <laughs> widely adopted. Yes. Um, but also a lot of people create their own. Well, Mixture will allow you to start with any of those um, HTML boilerplates or start with one of your own if you want. Here's another thing that Mixture's got, which um, Hammer hasn't. It's got a to-do list in it, <laughs> right? So what you can do is as you're going through your... And I did, did this when I was doing the Boag World site, right? Um, as I was building up the templates for that, I wouldn't... Because I hadn't produced the final WordPress site. As I was doing the templates, I'd leave hrefs blank because I knew I had to fill them in later once I knew what the final URL was going to be. Right, right? yes, yeah. What inevitably happens? Yeah, you forget all about it. You forget all about it. You put the site live Ooh, and there's a load of links that don't work. <laughs> yeah. In this, you could drop a comment in, right, saying, right. remember to put in the link here. And it, in the kind of mixture panel, it oh. comes up with all those to-dos. And you That's can good. click on one and yeah, it'll yeah. jump to the right file in the right place. It's a neat idea. Brilliant little idea. Loved that. Um, they can do all kinds of... Um, uh, you can It validates your code if you want it to do that. Um, it can do all kinds of clever stuff where if you've got multiple JavaScript includes, it can pull those together into a single JavaScript file instead of having oh, right. multiple ones, which is better for performance. Yeah, yeah. Do yeah. the same with CSS as well. And it will minimize your images. So right. Mixia is like hammer on steroids. Yeah, yeah, sounds really good. It does sound really good. If I'm honest, the downside of it is it's got so much power and so much functionality, it feels a bit intimidating. Yeah, is there a lot of... Do you have to set up a lot to get all this working, or does it just just do it? Well, it just... Yes, it does just do it, right. but you, there's still a lot to learn, if that You have to sense. know what it's done, I suppose. Well, you also... A lot of those things require an action on your part. So, for example, if you want to start doing variables and templates and layouts and all that kind of yeah. stuff, you need to go and set it... You know, you, you need to build it with that stuff in mind. So, it, it's like learning a whole other syntax. You have to read the documentation. You have you? To, That's <laughs> the problem. That's the problem. You have yes, to read you have the to manual. Read it. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know the feeling. But I think very quickly people will start to find the edges of Hammer and the limitations of what it'll do. And I feel like mi Mixture is the next step on from that. You know, as I look at the Headscape site, would I do it with Hammer or would I do it with Mixture? I'm really not sure. Okay. Um, I think if you've got to get up and running very, very quickly, I think Hammer is the way to go. If you want power and flexibility and all of those extras, then mixture is the way to go it, it, it's the old story it's not ever black and white with these things isn't it is it yeah and these, the documentation actually looks very nice and there's tutorials just looking at the mixture site um, yeah i mean they really have made an effort to get yeah. you through this yeah um at the moment some of the stuff is um um uh, uh, there's a configuration file a json configuration right. file that instantly sounds really yes. intimidating <laughs> but i'm assured that that's going to become a, a um a gui, a gui there's going to be a gui element that updates that that for okay. you um for thickies like me um so i had quite a long chat with the, the people behind it and um i'm quite excited by it i think it's got a lot of potential but truth is it's not out yet hammer is so I'm going to sign up for the preview right now. Are you? Yeah, but there I you can go. be special too. You can be special too. <laughs> so go check out both Hammer and CodeKit. If you're obviously if you're a Windows um, developer, then you'll you know not CodeKit, Hammer or <laughs> Mixture. <laughs> um, 
if you're a Windows developer, it'll have to be Mixture. If you're a Mac developer, you've got the choice because you're special. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, compare and contrast and play to your heart's content. So there you go. Let's move on. Um, yes. So I noticed you hardly said anything in that last section. I didn't feel like we had your full attention. <laughs> I was building off. Marcus. I was looking around the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Is that okay? Yeah, it's fine. I like that internet thing. There's a lot to look at, it isn't is. there? It's loads of stuff. Keep going. Yeah, There's too much to look at. It goes on forever. You can lose days of it's, your life. It's going to catch on, definitely. <laughs> so, yeah, MailChimp. We've already looked at MailChimp. Yeah, Why we have already looked at MailChimp looked. again. Is this a new angle? Well, okay. I did toy. There was something else I could have done instead. But I'm just so excited by this that I wanted to come back to it. Right? Because... <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> All right, that might be an exaggeration. But I now have to do, every flipping week, I have to send out a newsletter, right? Yes. For ages, I copped out, didn't I? And I sent, a, you know, one that went out automatically. But now I handwrite every week a, a, um, um, a newsletter that goes out. Yes. Subscribe to it, by the way. It's brilliant. <laughs> Go to buyagworld.com. I get it. You handwrite it. What, you, yeah, yeah right. Uh, no, I mean, it's not automated. In, in fountain. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, go to barrackworld.com, hit subscribe, fill in your information, and every week you will get a gem from me. Oh, I see. Rather than just sending out, like, the complete um, yeah, script of the yeah, show. Yeah. Script of the show. <laughs> Why is he sending that out? It's, yeah. a, it's a yeah, thousand pages I, long. <laughs> it's it's because I couldn't be asked. <laughs> But one of the problems is is that an e- oh, HTML email templates. Yeah, you just want to lose you lose the will to live. You want it to be attractive and you want it to be nice. But really, do I have mm. to do that? And do you know the next thing that came along? Next thing is all of a sudden now it's got to be responsive. <laughs> 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 yeah, I hadn't thought about that. I yeah. just don't yeah. care. I don't care that much about my readership to be bothered <gasps> to do that. Shock I know. <laughs> it is shocking. <laughs> So, um, then I discovered this a really cool new tool that MailChimp have built into their system. Yeah, you showed me this the other day, actually. I was, I was vaguely impressed. <laughs> vaguely. <laughs> That's a recommendation. <laughs> so, it's basically, you're like this, Lee. Yeah. It's Dreamweaver <laughs> for email HTML newsletters. So, you can... You okay. Can, look, no, no, it, it's really it's a really good thing. It really does work. <laughs> it's, it's a brilliant thing. So, you, so you can basically go in... Um, you get your basic template, that, that, and you can go in and set the colours and the, mm-hmm. the typography and that yep. kind of stuff. And then essentially, you build up your page in a series of modules. So you say, "I want a big image at the top." So you drag in an image module. Then uh-huh. you select the image and add that. And then you go, "Okay, next, I want two columns worth of text." So you drag in the, the text field and set two columns, and you just fill in the gaps. Okay. Then you say, oh, "I want a divider in here," so I'm going to drag in my divider line and the divider will go in and next I want to do well I want an image but I want text next to it so I drag that module in and you just build it up like that that sounds noddy and foolproof it's brilliant (laughs) it is so so good cool and it's responsive when it puts it it's responsive so when you then see it on the iPhone it takes that image which had text next to it and shoves it round so it's underneath and all the rest of it so now you can do your newsletters in a fraction of the time and it looks good (laughs) as well it looks really good it does very good I was amazed (laughs) (laughs) vaguely amazed (laughs) Um, so I absolutely highly recommend it. 
really, there's nothing else to say on that. But, you know, we should be... I think people, especially us as kind of tech gurus, we're a bit over-email, aren't we? Do you know what I mean? It's like email's just a pain in the arse and we hate it. No, I love it. <laughs> I don't know where to go with that. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody ever says that. Email's fantastic. Of course it is. This is the, my point. You just have to have a hundred things to do. Stuff that email will do, you know, loads of things. It's great. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I just don't know where to go with that. I, I'm, 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 I'm not used to people saying they like email. Well, why wouldn't you? I don't get why you would annoying. No, it's you annoying. get so much of it? I'm somewhere between the two of you. I'm neither <laughs> dead against email or dead for it. Um, you get sort somewhat of, what you mean, you get spam. It's just a fact of life. Yeah, yeah. no, it, it's almost been killed as a... As a a mechanism for communication. That's because you've filtered everything away into little baskets so nobody bothers you. You've got little that, filter rules on that, everything, haven't you? Yeah, I do. <laughs> but that's because I get spam, so much crap, spam hassle. and junk and hassle. <laughs> and it's just pain. It's just uh-huh. pain and misery. Email. Perhaps that's no, why you don't like it so much. It's almost like, you know, it's just like, oh, something new. <laughs> uh, oh, something new. Oh, just like that in like 1994. Ooh, something new. <laughs> And again, yeah, well, you instantly know what's rubbish, and there's yeah. a delete button there. Yeah, oh, it's gone. Instantly interrupted with a piece of junk. I like that I junk. Don't care about. I like junk mail. Oh, look what's come out. Some, <laughs> some, some of it makes me laugh. Actually. Yeah, it's <laughs> quite funny. Yeah. Anyway. I've been getting, I've been getting uh, spam email from a company that does industrial piping for Ooh. years. Oh. <laughs> I'll keep up, keep up yeah. how they're, how they're <laughs> getting on and everything. I get industrial LED lighting. Oh, Lots yeah. of LED lighting. Well, you know, the big stuff that they get, you get outside Aberdeen Airport for oil. Oh, you know. right. So why are they sending this to me? I've obviously been to Aberdeen and they've recognised this somewhere. So I get piping. You know, big stuff. I've big just, piping. I've just realised something. Spam. I've started buying LED lights for the kitchen and things. They're, they're really all... expensive, though. They're not. Yes, they not, are. Not anymore. No, no, no. No. I've got uh, four for a tenner. What? Spotlights. Yeah. Are these the ones that are the really cold blue ones? No, you can get warm ones. Yeah, see, that's... And they're three watts each. So that's 12 watts for a... Is that three times four? Mm, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rather than, like, you 200. Count, you don't count... So I've been subliminally sold to by, by my LED emails. I've only just realised better than this. So another reason... The ones in my email. kitchen, when they go pop, the <laughs> whole, uh, whole house goes out. Or the, the, the lighting circuit every time. What, what goes pop? I've got all the not, not LEDs the the halogeny halogens yeah, yeah. a nightmare eight of them in the kitchen yeah. one goes pop boom. oh right I've never had one go pop because my oh. office has got three sets why are we talking about how to lights <laughs> I've got three spam. sets of lights <laughs> See, this is what spam does to yeah. yeah it's interesting Paul three we're now slamming the podcast <laughs> three sets of lights with four lights on each set if that makes sense two or three strips so it's a lot of lights yeah. and I used to get through halogen like nobody's business. Put LED in there, no problem. Yeah, I've been much more economic. Then, of course, not, a bulb won't go in the kitchen for like a year. It's like, well, I'm glad I didn't spend all that money on LED. <laughs> I got a whole extra <laughs> the, the year out, out of it. Pop, 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 pop. <laughs> but they cost you the price in electricity over that time. Yeah, but you mm. could have spent on the bulb. Yeah, see, my uh, my hotel room last night had so many light bulbs in it; it was ludicrous. So about oh. twenty on the ceiling with a little control panel for like percentage of dimmability. Oh, right, and there's always one though <laughs> that you can't find the off switch for. Actually, I couldn't. Tell. <laughs> I didn't know how to turn the lights off. I had to pull the card out in the end. I couldn't work yeah. it out. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> my point. 
<laughs> Somebody else's point, actually. I saw that on Twitter the other day. I'm Somebody just going to go, I think. <laughs> I, feel, I feel that this show has gone out of my control. I just, I'm just, I'm we're, just, we're just chatting now. wonderful. I just don't get that you don't like anyway. The, what I, the point I'm oh, yeah, getting at point? is, I think the vast majority of people still do use email a lot more than perhaps we we think they do as designers and developers. Everybody uses email all the time. Hmm. Okay, <laughs> right. But there is this attitude that HTML, uh, sort of the email, email marketing amongst certain groups of designers, email marketing is a waste of time. Wrong. Right. Which I'm, I'm agreeing with yeah, you. Yeah. Yes, it is wrong. There's also another atti- attitude that HTML emails are even worse. Well, yeah, yeah, that's been around for a while. But the truth is, is they get a far better conversion rate than, than and you the think one they you do. showed me the other day. Yeah. It looked really good. Yeah, absolutely. So, so I think this hurrah. is a superb tool, and I think we should be well, this using. This is certainly it. well worth putting on, onto the podcast. And Paul. Please, I can't believe you didn't do it earlier. And please, please, <laughs> can we now move on? <laughs> So we're finishing off by me ranting about car stereos. Car stereos? <sighs> I hate car stereos. What I've just one? bought a new car stereo. <laughs> right? Are we going to say that car stereos, they're brilliant. Marcus loves <laughs> car stereos. <laughs> 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 don't know why. They're like, the, the worst designed things in the world, right? I never use mine. My, my iPhone's always plugged in. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> right? And you control everything via the iPhone. Yes. Right. Have you got a stereo that can control the iPhone? No. Right. Have you now? Yeah, I have. <laughs> Bloody waste of time. Oh. Right? I, w- I wanted to buy a new stereo because I wanted to get a stereo that had Bluetooth in it. Right. Or, or a USB or both. Yeah, or some yeah. combination, So I could charge my phone and listen to the music on it. Right. The one I ended up getting is one that will actually allow you to control the iPod, the iPhone. What, has it got like a little three and a half inch screen? No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Which is touch tends to. No, it's just got all these buttons on it. Right, right okay. But it's the design and every every stereo i look at is equally ridiculously bad this is uh, going somewhere by the way yeah. well, I, I can't i can't attach mine to my car i need to i need to spend 260 pounds with, with mercedes to be to get the bluetooth device to use it as a phone which i assume means that once i can do that i can then oh, right. play it through the stereo I've but that's why so I, I decided i've got seven seven cd things so i just play music through through CDs. but that's that's why i just replaced the stereo yeah. I, I took out the default one that was in there and put in a new one and it, i spent 200 quid rather than can't 250 do that with I've, I've had an eight big tv screen in the middle of it well you can actually can you yeah it is possible that's a two din that... kind of adaptery thing isn't it honestly yeah, you know, I, 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 go show you. I don't know i know yeah, what you mean yeah, yeah it is possible but it's but no point. Yeah. anyway yeah the, the, the point is right <laughs> so so just let me describe to you my stereo for a moment okay so normal stereo with a series of buttons along it, one, two, three, yep. four, five, six, all the, you know, the kind of thing for yeah. the different presets. Then a big knob that you can... <laughs> Don't <laughs> start with that, Lee. Good job, there's a spit shield here. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God, Lee. <laughs> You're a great middle-aged man. I'm 12. <laughs> 12 inside. So there is a large button. <laughs> Dial. Dial. A large that, dial. That can either be pressed in or turned, right? Uh-huh. Now, if I said to you, if I said to you, which of the, what do you do to pause the music playing from your iPhone? Your natural reaction would be to press the big knob. Yes. <laughs> right. Word, yeah. Natural reaction, yes. No. 
right? The, so, pr- the primary thing that you do on that user interface... That would just turn it off, though. Does it turn it, turn it off? No, it doesn't do that either. Oh, uh, okay. It, 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 it initialises the menu... Right. Uh, right. The, the, turning it does put the volume up and down. The main thing you do is play and pause stuff um, and turn the volume up and down, isn't it, really? Mm-hmm. So turning the up and volume up and down, they've got yeah. right. It's the daily thing, as you would expect. Uh-huh. To play and pause, you have to click on the... Sm- or press the smallest <laughs> button in the world. You know the one to nine, yeah. right? Number six. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to feel uh, which button. You have to find number six. It's not even the last one out of the list, right? You know, Excellent. It is number six. And it's just, it's insanity. It's so badly designed. So, setting aside the usability issues relating to that, which is a whole podcast in itself... As a result, I had to come up with some way of controlling my iPhone. Do you have a Braille sticker across <laughs> up above number six? Oh, yeah, a something like that. little bump. Yeah. But I had to come up with some way of, of dealing with this problem of being able to play in pause. So I started to have a look around at what mobile apps there are, right? So I've desk-mounted my, my iPod. Right. So instead of controlling it with the stereo, I'm going to control <laughs> it with the iPod or the, uh, the, the iPhone. The thing you were trying to get around doing. No, 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 I wasn't trying to get around okay. that. All I wanted to do is get the, um, the iPhone playing through the stereo. Yeah, that's what I'd like. I've had a £5 FM transmitter for the last six years. Yeah. It's been absolutely perfect. I, yeah, I hate the F- FM transmitters. Why? They it never w- work for me for some mine's, reason. Mine's been perfect. Perhaps it got better. I don't know. And it charges mm. and... Well, as I say, I do want to... My, my one, I, there's a, a Bluetooth adapter that fits into the bit in between the front seats. Yeah. And yeah. you can just... If I've got that, turn it on, it recognises the phone, it does all the phone. Yeah, the that's what wheel, I've got. All that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I'm assuming I can also then play my music. Yes. Yeah, so that, yeah. That's yeah. exactly what I've got. So that do. Yeah. But you're worried about how do you control what but it's playing. But how do you control yeah. what it's playing, oh, well, right? I'd, I'd be just sort of like, oh, pick it up, hands off the steering wheel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm trying to... <laughs> well, to be honest, that will be no more dangerous than looking down at the stereo trying to find number six. Or two, I can't relate to your problem, Paul, because I've never had a car where I can actually do that. Right. It's too but old. It, so, anyway, the long and the short of it is I started looking around at different applications that enable you to do it. And the different user interfaces are quite interesting in terms of how different people have, have solved this problem. And I ended up on a um, something called Cartoons Music Player, which is the, the iPod app that or the iPhone app that I wanted to recommend this week. Um, as much, really, I mean, obviously, this is... We're not here to just review random apps. The reason I like this app is because it is so well thought through from a user interface point of view compared to my car stereo. So basically, what it will enable you to do um, is it's all gesture-based. So okay. you just tap the screen and it will pause it. Uh-huh. Tap it again and it will play it. You swipe to the left... So this is like the Audible app. Have you yes. ever used the, the yeah. swipe interface That's on that? Which really is what nice I use in the well. car. Yeah, yeah, very similar. Yeah. But obviously Audible app will only play... Yeah, so but this is doing everything. Yeah. So you swipe left and right for forward and back. Mm-hmm. You could mm-hmm. swipe with two fingers just to go back a little bit in the track rather than, okay. you know, back to the previous track. Um, and you can swipe up to bring up your whole playlist and your menu and all of that kind of stuff, which is a bit fiddlier to do. So it's just really well thought through. And I'm like, why can't car stereos be designed like this? They probably will be one day. Yeah, I mean, they're all moved on with the device, though, by the way. Yeah, (laughs) they're always like one step behind. 
And it shows really nice album art, and it shows you how far through what you're playing you are. The only thing I would... Oh, I need to turn that on. I was going to say, the only thing I'd like it to do is include a clock to tell me what the time is. And I've just noticed on the screenshot here, yeah. you can have a clock There's up. a clock. But surely your car tells you what the time is. It does. Every car's got a clock in it. Yeah, I know. Even really, really old ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it does, but it's on the dashboard, and it would be... I don't know. I just know. Okay. But it's a it's really well-designed, well-thought-through app, and I just wish that car stereos weren't shit. And they're more like this. <laughs> okay. so, so that is my, my hire me to redesign car stereos. But then... Okay, nothing about product design, but... But then, then you'd have to have, like, a database of music in the car. I mean, it makes more sense for it all to be on this phone which you take between places I'm anyway not, doesn't no no it? yes absolutely and i'm not put your phone into a dock no, and I'm it's not there suggesting any of that mm. i'm not suggesting that the you need to create some fancy management issue i almost think that's the problem with car stereos they're trying to do too much right mm. all i'm saying is the play button should be the biggest button on there yes mm. <laughs> you know <laughs> play pause yeah and like on my my um steering column i've got the turn the volume up and down yeah right and I've got move between all the various modes, but I don't have a play and pause button. <laughs> Which is the obvious mm. thing you want the most. Yeah. It, it's just insanity. <laughs> it's insanity, and I'm upset. <laughs> so, Marcus, cheer me up by telling uh, me a joke. Ah. Uh, <laughs> you finally run out of it. No, 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 no. Um, can you remember the joke I told you once about the, the di- <coughs> dyslexic man who went into a bra? I've got another one that's a bit like that, and I don't know whether I should tell it because it's it's a bit, you know, it's 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 inappropriate. It's inappropriate. Does it's it's, you know it's. it's, Does this show have an age rating of any kind? Yeah, it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be clean. No, it's just you've said naughty words. (laughs) What did I say? I can't say. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be saying it again. Uh, You said testicles. Oh, did I? Yeah. Mm. Uh, no, I don't it's, know. If it's, that's another, it's another. It's another dyslexic joke, and I don't know how much it upsets you for me to say dyslexic I'm, jokes. I'm not dyslexic. I'm just slow. It's <laughs> <laughs> all right then. Okay. What? <laughs> Why did you think Paul was dyslexic? Because he spells things really weirdly. Is <laughs> that <laughs> so just a dig? I am. I have never been tested for yeah, dyslexia. But you could Let's well be. That you way. could well yeah. be. Yeah. And there are a huge. There's a huge swathe. There's not you are it's or you are. Spectrum. Yeah. Spectrum. Yeah. That's yeah, the yeah. word I was looking for. All right. But anyway, similar. Similarly to the previous one, I um, when I. This is the next one, and it did make me giggle. I'm sorry, all of you who are dyslexic. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, when I heard they found. Sorry, start again. When I heard that they At least found we, a I cure, can speak. Yes, there is that true. <laughs> <laughs> only one line (laughs) here we go we're getting ready when i heard that they had found a cure for dyslexia it was like music to my ass now that's not funny (laughs) it's quite good i I thought the bra one was yeah bra was quite good yeah arse ears it's still an anagram (laughs) that's quite funny (laughs) it is an anagram isn't it it's an arse don't know the difference between arse and your ears i I think it demonstrates a fundamental misunderstanding of dyslexics if you think that's what they would spell because it's not true i yeah okay hit me hit me with a big stick go on i deserve it i do deserve it i'm just saying (laughs) i'm just saying you judge people i don't on these things i don't all you grammar nazis out there you (laughs) 
judge people that can't control. <laughs> you touched a nerve, quality. Marcus. Touched a nerve. You cannot <laughs> control the quality of <laughs> our spelling in grammar. It's supposed to cheer him up. This yeah, bit, so and you, you just said it more. Feel worse. <laughs> I'm upset about car stereos. I'm upset about. There's this. always the chicken joke from yesterday, but the lunch Christmas cracker joke. Oh, what was it? Um, uh, Come on, Lee, you're now. Oh, really on. Uh, which side of the turkey has the most feathers? I don't know which side of the... The outside. <laughs> <laughs> See, that, that is funny. Oh, we've cheered him up. That came out of a cracker yesterday. Yeah. Brilliant. I, I, did substitute, I did substitute chicken for turkey in a kind of Christmas like festive feel. Ah, yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, you think they would have... Well, why the hell was it chicken? <laughs> it's a Christmas <laughs> cracker. <laughs> right, I, I think we need to put everybody out of their misery and finish this podcast we now. Definitely yeah. We will return for our last podcast of, of the 2012, year. Yes. and in fact, our last app podcast, because we will move on to a new topic next year. So if you have any last-minute apps you want to get on the show, go to boagworld.com forward slash apps and make your recommendations there, people. Time is running out. Speak to you again next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. The podcast for those involved in designing, developing, and running websites on the basis. Oh, my God.